Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Quirky Corporate Chicks podcast. We are your hosts, Dana Foster and Sherry Hayes, corporate life coaches and private practice. We focus on people and follow their passions and how they have lived their lives and how it has been impacted. Real stories, real entrepreneurs that are full of laughter as we look at where life has taken them. And today, we are very fortunate to have Dr. Jason Goldstein with us of Chop Happy. How are you doing today? Good. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Yes, yes. Sherry Welcome. has been Thank raving you. about you. Oh, yay. She's awesome, too. You're oh. <laughs> well, the, the side note is I brought Dr. Goldstein into my office to do a demonstration uh, for his cooking. And, I mean, in addition to being a, you know, a celeb in his own right uh, on the Food <laughs> Network, we, he wowed a bunch of women uh, in my office who constantly ask how he's doing. So he has quite oh. a follow-up thing here. <laughs> <I'm so excited. laughs> Thank he's you. got a fan club. And Yay. I said I was meeting with you today and it's like, oh, can we sit and watch? I said, no, it's just on the iPad. So <laughs> <laughs> but we have a lot of fans excited. And you, we know that your theme is gratitude, uh, yeah. which is amazing. Do you, would you like to talk a little bit about that? how you yeah. kind of made that your your theme yeah so you know you know life sometimes um can be tough and stuff and i always anytime there's a challenge that comes my way i always try to find the lesson to it and then be grateful for that lesson and that's kind of been my theme my dad taught me that um at an early age um and it's just become something that's really helped me shine and to like even take the times that aren't so good and learn from them and find the positive positivity in it. So, you know, obviously you want to, when things are sad, you want to feel those feelings of sad and you want to, you know, not repress like the things that are bad, but you want to learn from them. And then from there sprouts gratitude. So it's become my favorite word over time. And how do you incorporate that into what you're doing now? Oh, with like cooking? Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, so, you know, I always say, people always go, oh, I don't like to cook, and, you know, it's stressful, and when I get into the kitchen, I'm always afraid of, afraid of making mistakes, and I use gratitude as a way to get people to feel comfortable in the kitchen, and then to also use it as a way to be happy, because, you know, as you're stirring your, um, your cake mixture or whatever it is you're stirring, you can take that moment to be in the now, or as you're chopping, you can just say, I'm chopping onions, I'm chopping onions, I'm chopping onions. All those different things can bring you in the now and keep you happy and make cooking peaceful and a place where in a busy life, you can have some time um, to yourself to do something for you. I can totally relate to that. When I used to, when I first started baking, I would be so meticulous about measuring everything. And if it wasn't exactly perfect and I would read the instructions, I don't know how many different times while I was making it that I would get like stressed out while cooking. And then I remember one of my friends when they started um, cooking with me, they were like, Dana, it's an adventure. You're going to take some twists and turns along the way. There's going to be some surprises. It's not going to go the way you think it will, but you know what? It'll be okay. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so it got to be much more enjoyable. Unless Martha Stewart's coming over, it's... Yeah, unless Martha Stewart's coming over, it's totally okay to have burnt edges on your lasagna. Or I've set my smoke alarm off more times than I can even imagine. My neighbors are always like, oh, he's cooking something well, new. You know, you got to have fun. It's like life stuff. Well, I work at a law firm, know, so. and I don't want Martha Stewart to come anywhere near me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I don't know, but yeah, she's not coming to the law firm or yeah. the kitchen. 
great. Okay, so why don't you um, run it? We know you, the story of, you know, you starting uh, Chop Happy. Uh, but in terms of your other side, being a, a doctor, what led you to that path and to branch it on your own? So, um, yeah. So, you know, like talk about my dad. My dad had simple surgery on his shoulder and unfortunately never came out of that surgery. Oh, I'm sorry to and, hear that. Um, people had said, yeah, it's, it was. And that's one of those moments where the greatest gift I got of gratitude mm -hmm. was for my dad. It's like, you never know what life's going to bring you and that you should be grateful for every day and grateful for everything. And the biggest lesson I lost learned from that is that you got to do what your passion sprouted me to become a chiropractor and because it was my dream and to be able to do what I need to do. So um, that's actually how I became a chiropractor. And after that, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go and help other people and avoid surgeries if possible, although surgery is definitely um, necessary. I'm not saying not to get surgery, but, you know, if there's anything mm -hmm. we can do to do something natural to help heal you and to get you to be better, I, I thought that was a great way. And from, um, you know, something sad that's happened, something great's happened from, from that. Oh, wow. So you took a, a kind of very adverse situation and turned it around into uh, as positive as you could make it. And in, in, do you feel your father around when you're working? Oh yeah, all the time. Um, so I feel like he's yeah. he's um, always on my mind to make sure that I do what I need to do and stuff like that. He was a very positive person too, um, you know, and he didn't grow up, you know, with lots of money and things like that. He put himself through college and all that stuff. So, you know, I always think about my dad when I, no matter what I'm doing, I always think, I always say, even when I'm on TV for the cooking thing, I always say, you know, I always think about, you know, I'm not going to worry because my dad's watching over me. That's really great. Aww. And it's really interesting too. I think that more chiropractors are bringing that holistic piece into the equation because if you can figure out not only, you know, through adjustments and working with you, but how do you be more relaxed? How do you be more grateful? Like that just feeds into the rest of your body and how do you relax or where do you even carry your stress? Would you agree with that? Yeah, one of the things that I love most about my office, besides the fact that people get better, that's number one, obviously, <laughs> um, and that we work as a team, is, is that I like that um, it's in New York City, we're all on the go, 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 just like Chop Happies for recipes for go, go, go. Um, chiropractic's a place where people could stop for 10, 15 minutes to 20 minutes and just sort of zen out and do something for themselves. Um, we have this thing called traction where they go up and down. Um, it decompresses mm. the spine, and it's 10 minutes. It's like 10 minutes out of your entire day where you're not doing something. So um, it really does, um, you know, does that. And the same thing with cooking is, is that that doesn't have to be a chore either. It's the same thing It's why you're doing that stuff to find ways to make it about you and moments for yourself. Enjoy dancing in the kitchen, right? Yes, I do. I do. I, I talk to my food too. I was on, um, I didn't realize that I do. <laughs> I was on uh, this show on Food Network called Food Network. Uh, Oh God, what is it called? Star Salvation. It's after the Food Network Star one. And I didn't realize the cameras are on and I'm like in the moment and I'm talking to my food and um, the host, um, Alex Grishaw, goes, are you talking to your food over there? And I went, I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. It's like my thing. There could be no one in the kitchen and I'll be like singing and talking and dancing. Aww. <laughs> I wish I could introduce you to my friend, Justin Jones. We've had him on here as well. <laughs> same thing in the kitchen where he's just constantly experimenting I don't think he ever makes anything the same way twice and nothing's written down he just like looks in the refrigerator oh, wow. 
and is like, yeah, we're just going to do this thing. And it's always amazing. But he's the same way. He's always like dancing. And it's like this, this like thing when the spices are going in and like, it's just always it's like a whole show. It's a dinner show. I feel like we, we should have a cook-off. I know, so cool. right? <laughs> a cook-off between the yeah, two podcast that. guests. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. But anyway, no, that is fantastic. So then what, uh, did you cook with your dad too? Or what got you into the cooking piece? So I used to, so mom's going to kill me for saying this, but except for the holidays, she didn't cook very much. So um, I was <laughs> Neither not, did mine. I, it's okay. <laughs> I, yeah. Okay, good. She knows she hasn't. She argues with us a little bit about it, but she, she says at least that it, it, her non-cooking um, made me um, a chef-ish. <laughs> And um, so she was very king of getting rotisserie chicken, <laughs> but she was really supportive and really cool. So I would watch at the time, I'm going to say how old I am, but I would watch PBS because there were no other, there was no Food Network when I was little. And I'd watch Jan Can Cook and all these shows. And then I would say, I want to go out and do that. And so my mom would take me to the grocery store and then we would go cook it and make a huge mess. Um, but I would, that's, that's kind of how I started cooking when I was little. So she would take me and we would cook it and then I'd present it and I would tell about it. I used to play like I was on TV. Oh, and then you made it on TV. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. I'm very grateful for that. It's like, do you, you want to tell the story about say, when you got the Food Network call? Cause you, you told me that, uh, offline about, oh, yeah. being in the <laughs> I don't even think they know this story. I don't oh, know if okay. I said it cause I was so, but I like, um, I, I got a call. First of all, I don't remember applying for the show. So like, you know, I wasn't expecting Food Network to call me. And I get a call and it's, I remember what the guy's name was. But it's like, hey, it's me from the Food Network. And I'm like, thinking to myself, this is definitely one of my friends, my friend Bill or someone <laughs> playing with Joke on me. And I was like, and I think people say that in the past. And they says, no, it's really us from the Food Network. You're just from a casting agency, but they were the Food Network. And um, they said, can we talk to you for about half an hour? And I'm like, sure. So I was like, before I started saying, Bill, come on. I was like, maybe I should just, answer a couple questions and as long as I don't give my credit card we're all set and so I <laughs> closed the door so Sherry you've been in my practice sometimes it can get yeah. crazy and I closed the door to my x-ray room I'm sitting in my x-ray room talking to them <laughs> and they're knocking on the door like my my staff we're all a team so like you know everyone's very into like yeah. making sure we run fast we don't make patients wait more than 10 minutes and they're knocking on the door and I'm in the corner trying to not let the Food Network hear that they're just like <laughs> slamming on the door. And I'm in for a half an hour and they're answering questions. And I couldn't. And at the end they said, you're not allowed to say anything about the interview because, you know, we don't like to reveal the cast. And I had to go through more interviews. But for that first one, so you can't tell anyone that you started the process and we'll call you if you need to. And I come out and they're like, what happened? I'm like, I'm so sorry. I had a very important phone call. And then I just moved around and ran around to where I had to go to. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> Well, I think you're a great example, too, of dreams do come true. You think about it from being a little kid, and then, you know, you just take the steps to, to make it happen. And, and if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Yeah. I think the most important thing that I always tell myself is never give up. Like, yeah. there's been moments – actually, this all started from – I don't remember what I was sad about, but I was really sad about something, and I'm a pretty happy guy. And I was sitting watching TV with my husband years ago, and Rachel Ray had a contest. And he made me enter it. And, you know, that's another idea of when sad stuff teaches you lessons and make you go for stuff. And I, from there, you know, there's, it's not been an easy sale. And I'm still trying to climb to where my dreams want to go. 
Um, but from that, you know, I just always tell myself never give up. And I try to remind myself, remember when you were there and you didn't have one follower and, you know, no one knew who you were and you didn't get to teach, no one made your recipes. And now, you know, you got to do this. And so I always just tell myself never give up. The person who succeeds is the one who doesn't give up. Mm. That's great. You know, as I said, uh, that, that's just a message I think that's applicable in so many areas of your life. And uh, we spoke earlier that we have a listener question for you, actually. This yeah. is one of our, this is one of our firsts, but uh, <laughs> you've, co- you've caused quite a buzz already in the pre, uh, oh, cool. pre-show. So um, <laughs> just, I think we have, so we have Amy in Virginia. She wanted to find out whether or not uh, you ever get sad or frustrated as you're building your business. Um, I, you can take that from a Chop happy standpoint or from a chiropractor standpoint or from whatever you'd like but we would like to hear that since you're so you appear so happy all the time how do you deal with the downtimes and do you feel frustrated well first of all tom um loves when people come up to me friends or like patients who see me on the street or someone and goes does he ever get upset and he goes he like just nods his head behind me i'm like is he ever sad i'm like she's like mm-hmm. yeah because we're you know 12 years with we've been together so like you know obviously but like um, yeah, so of course, 10 minutes before I got on here, I was thinking to myself, what could I do for Instagram to move my numbers up so I can get more people to be, you know, to, to like, like cooking or how do I get this to do this? And I'm, I'm like, what can I do on YouTube? And, you know, it's uh, no matter what you do in life, it's like a constant, like, what can you do? And like the grass is always greener kind of an attitude so, yeah I definitely do get frustrated and upset at times but like you know that goes back to that never give up attitude because like you know if you think back to when you were frustrated a year ago about the same goal um and then you think about now like wow look how far you've come from there you know might used to be to have a thousand followers and I have 11,000 followers yeah I want like 100,000 I want Kim Kardashian followers but like, you know <laughs> you, 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 you can you just can go yeah it's gonna happen you know you just gotta think so absolutely definitely i mean if i didn't get frustrated and sad um i wouldn't be you know and uh, <laughs> get all the so, <laughs> yeah so definitely every, every day is a struggle thank tom for keeping that. him in check <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Funny. It kind of reminds me of, I just watched a uh, free solo last night and it was super fascinating um, where he was saying, he, he has such an interesting personality, but he was saying kind of the same thing where people don't continue to push themselves when they're totally happy and content, like no new innovations, no new adventures necessarily came from people that were just totally happy. So he was saying that some struggle in your life was always good. Now, I don't, I don't know if, you can look at that many different ways, but there are definitely good things that come from struggling. So, yeah, Oprah ne- did not climb to the top of the mountain of success mm. to be Oprah. Um, yes. they, my favorite quote is Beyonce wasn't always Beyonce. Like, yes. you know, like you, 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 everyone's goes through that kind of stuff. And actually for me personally, in that question again, it's like the bad things in life and the sad things in life actually are the things that make me the most grateful, most happy because um, that's where you really learn when you're like on TV and I've gotten on the Food Network. Those were all amazing and I'm super grateful for them, but you, they all came from things, frustrations and sadness and, you know, struggles and things. And thankfully my struggles weren't that bad. You know what I mean? Struggles like, mm-hmm. oh God, followers kind of a thing. But like all, even the 
greater things in life, like my dad, like those, you know, you, you, you become a better person from the things when you fail and all the successful people out there, like Bobby Flays and I don't know what his are, but like all of those people, um, I'm sure had to struggle at some point and had to, to get to where they are. So there are any, um, are there any books or anything in particular that has had, a uh, an impact on you? I mean, it sounds like you've had a pretty good mindset throughout life, but is there anything in particular where you read that and it just really resonated with you and it's something you always tell other people about? Yeah, um, so The Art of Mindfulness, I think I'm getting that book right. Um, he's a Buddhist monk. I, I love his book because it's like, it's very um, attainable for um, a crazy life, you know, if you live in New York City. So like mm -hmm. washing your hands and thinking about washing your hands, what is going on my hands? Mm -hmm. Same kind of thing as I use in my cooking videos as I try to is as you're stirring, think about, you know, what you're doing and be in the moment. Like I think that one changed my life and also The Secret. So mm -hmm. I, I love The Secret. That's one of my favorite books of all time. Um, it's the reason why I like that book the most is, is that it gives you something to do. Like, so, you know, there's sometimes people are like, are oh, you going to get that parking spot? It's not really about that. It's more about <laughs> visualizing your future and yes. visualizing what you want and believing in yourself. And that's kind of what I got from it. And I always go back to that book um, whenever I need to. I'm going to put cool. that on my reading list. I don't think I've read that actually. The secret or the, or the, the secret. The oh, secret. all right. You could even cheat, Good. and there is a Netflix movie that you can watch, too, in case no, you don't no. feel like reading it. Okay, well, you know, just throwing it out there in case there's some well, people no. like reading. She's right, though. Read it, watch the Netflix thing, and then yeah. there's also, oh, my God, tapes. I almost said tapes. There's tapes. There's, a, <laughs> there's an audio version, and they're all different. Like, so they, they all, some, they all have That's some true. Of a little bit more out more in depth so read the book first mm -hmm. and if you like it then you can watch the others because they give you a little bit more to work with. yeah Spe speaking of tapes what was the first uh, record you bought oh man i don't know i guess it was probably because i'm from jersey originally so i think it was bruce springsteen the one with the jeans oh nice yes, oh, yeah yeah, USA. yeah. <laughs> i also have the fisher price um record player too Oh, that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. I had that yeah. too. I think I was going to drive my mom nuts with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's too funny. I know our, our listeners can't necessarily see them, but I got these like fantastic, uh, grateful mindfulness beads oh, to like cool. me and it was so funny i was wearing them every day and it literally reminded me every time i saw them or looked down at them or whatever like sometimes i'll wear it around my wrist but i was like oh i should think about being grateful and um so just even you know as a tidbit for our listeners too when you're thinking about gratitude yeah. if there's it doesn't have to be beads it could be whatever but as long as you kind of like christen it in your mind to think that like every time I look at this I'm going to remind myself to be grateful and then I stopped wearing them for a few days and then I noticed I wasn't like focusing on my gratitude as much and I was like oh gotta get it gotta get it back on so I've found that to be actually really helpful here recently just to like take time that's an awesome tip about it yeah yeah
Yeah. I don't think you can be around Jason and, and not feel grateful or at least feel excited. I <laughs> mean, even you. when you're laying on the traction table and, and you know, <laughs> getting tortured with on the rack, you know, you still feel good. He's got 80s music playing uh, in the office yeah. to keep it upbeat. And, you know, what other way to start 8 o'clock in the morning on a Monday? Yeah. Uh, it's just, you know, there's always high-fiving going on, hugs. And uh, I just think it's a it's a beautiful place that you've created. It really is. Thank you, thank you. That's exactly what we were hoping for. It's like a community and a place where people can feel positive and to go towards healing. Because it actually, positivity actually helps you heal faster yeah. as well, too. Mm -hmm. um, so it helps a lot. Even when you're stapling cool, thank me. Thank you. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the you mean the thing. clicky yeah. thingy? For everyone out there listening, that's a non-force yes. technique. Um, that does fast twitch of the muscles. There's no stapling going on in there. Yes, so. disclaimer. No, I just call it stapling because it sounds like a stapling. I know, I was trying to make the noise. I was like, it I was does. in the hand signal. Yeah. yeah. But no, it does. It has impacted yes, my Yes, yes, you know what it is. Having Jason in my life has impacted me physically and mentally and emotionally. Oh. So I think that that's just... Uh, a holistic healer and a good person all around. So we are so grateful to have been able to have you on the show today. Mm -hmm. Yay, thank you, Yay. thank you, thank you. Yeah, is there anything else you wanna to say to our listeners? Yeah, just never give up. Keep going and when you fall, get up and just never give up and find things to be grateful for, for the things that go wrong because those are things when you succeed, you're gonna remember that you beat that challenge. And also thank you guys, you guys are the best. It was so fun. Um, I'm grateful for you guys to talk to me. No, it's been fantastic. Uh, thank you. Thank you, we're both smiling. Yay, the the Yay. <laughs> All right, thank you. Bye. Have a great day, bye. All right, have a great day. Bye everyone, take care. Bye.